Congratulations, you found a boat in the middle of the ocean. Hello and welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And it's 100 degrees today. So it's like a brisk 88. Okay, but it, my, weeks, my weak body can't handle it. So we have a fan on in the studio, a.k.a. my bedroom. <laughs> um, look, I know the sound quality is not going to be 100% this episode, but uh, suck it up because we don't do this for money. That's right. We do this for you for free. If you want us to turn, if you want us to turn the fan off, donate to our Patreon, <laughs> which we don't have. We should have a Patreon. We should. Anyway, um, this is the final week of Dark Castle Month, and we'll be reviewing Ghost Ship. But first, some ten-word reviews. Um, it's only been a couple days since we recorded our previous episode because um, we had a trip that kind of knocked our schedule asunder. So Woo. we we each only have one movie, and um. They're actually different movies this time. We watched yeah. separate movies. I really feel like we're drifting apart, Sergio. <laughs> yeah, especially since you can't remember that I watched more than just this one movie. What else did you watch? Lion. Okay, review Lion for me. Did I include Lion in the last one? No. Okay. Uh, I didn't write Lion down, though. Okay, so you can't get all heavy with me. Okay, so Lion. Um, beautiful first half of movie until Dev Patel shows up. All right. He's He's beautiful. And my review for Wes Craven's Deadly Friend is people would be nostalgic for this if Disney made it. <laughs> okay. That's true. Good yeah. point. Um, I don't see Disney making a movie where a girl gets her head blown up, but, you know. I mean, for at least the robot parts. There's a robot running around just going, beep, 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 like an annoying gremlin for, like, 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So my next movie is Under the Shadow. Uh, minimalism meets ghosts in this thought-provoking Iranian horror movie. I bet Dark Castle wishes they'd made it. Probably did. Segway time into Ghost Ship. Here's the You don't plot. have any more reviews? You just saw the one movie? No, I, this, I haven't had as much time as you, apparently. Okay, 20th Century Women. With oh Annette. my god, okay, tell me. Annette Benning shines in this okay movie. <laughs> well, see, look, I've been this busy... This is off the cusp right here. This yeah. is why they're so plain. I've been busy... Binge watching Crazy Ex Girlfriend, so okay. Whatever. How'd you finish like last week? Don't don't tell them. Don't tell them. I, I well, I'm know. on spring break this week, which is why I've been watching more movies. That sounds lovely. That I wish great. I had a spring break, but I'm just a grown up now, working one day a week. <laughs> I was gonna point that out, but thank you for <laughs> yeah. for being so self-deprecating. It saves me the time. Then no problem. I'm happy to help. Anyway, here's the plot of Ghost Ship, in a remote region of the Bering Sea. A boat salvage crew discovers the eerie remains of a grand passenger liner thought lost for more than 40 years. But once on board the eerie cavernous ship, the crew of the Arctic Warrior discovers that the, that, the, that the decaying vessel is anything but deserted. It's home to something more deadly and horrific than anything they've encountered in all their years at sea. Ooh. Um, so yeah, what? so Juliana Margulies is the main lady, right? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she's the good wife. Oh, she okay. Good, you made it. I remember you. Okay, now I remember you making a great joke about the good wife. Didn't the you movie. do that? Oh, that joke was so great. She jumped off a boat, and he's like, "She should have been called the jump wife." Yeah, that was great. 
I knew it was going to get the kind of roaring applause from you that it did. Yeah, so that's why is, I said it. Look, this is the kind of content that we're here to provide for you. Listen, the first step of any good joke or any good comedian is to know your audience. I knew that joke would land great with you, which is why oh, I said that's it. That's truly insulting to me. <laughs> no, it's not. You laugh at the weirdest things. You, uh, whatever. Um, as always, we rate our movies on scariness. Notice he doesn't defend himself. He knows it to be true. And quality. I am friends with Shannon. I have a high tolerance for terrible puns. Okay, see, there he goes. All right, go ahead. Terrible campiness, some somethingness. Yep. Uh, what's your scariness score? My scariness out of five. score out of five was originally a three, but then I downgraded it to a two. Was it a three when you were a kid? Probably. And then you know, hindsight, I'm getting a little bit more stricter on these movies. Okay. Um. Yeah. What freaked me out mostly then as a kid, and then again now, was the gore. In the oh yeah, this is definitely it. Pulls out all the those dark castle stops. Uh huh. And pretty much just those two scenes, um, which is kind of just the same scene. They're two halves of the same scene. There's um, lots of halves going on in that scene, yeah. if you catch my drift. We'll talk mm-hmm. about it in a second. Um, that's the part that, to me, was the scariest. Uh, otherwise, I felt that it was kind of jokey, and for the most part, the uh, crew was never really in any real danger until the last 10 minutes or so of the movie. So, like, we knew that something was going to happen, but they didn't, and it was just kind of like, eh, you know. I totally understand that. This movie is very much about people just kind of wandering around a ship and nothing really happens. I, I'm giving it a two out of five. I think, I think there were some okay, like, Amityville horror ripoff gags. Like, there's a part where there's a pool full of bullet holes, which the explanation for the bullet holes makes no sense. Um, you know what? We're going to spoil this movie. The, <laughs> the ghost ship um, in, like, 1962... They found all these like gold bars or something on mm-hmm. this other ship that was sinking, uh-huh. and the gold basically represents greed. And like the guy who um, had the gold is like, I guess he sold his soul to the devil or something, and like he killed all the people on the ship. And and I'm very confused by all of this. It makes no sense. I liked that scene. I liked the reveal. No, there is a really great, super sexy scene of like endless betrayals once you get the flashback of what's happening on the boat. Yeah, that was my favorite part as a kid. I was like, ooh, everybody's just terrible. Yeah, well, okay. so Except Katie. <laughs> Poor yeah, Katie. Emily Browning from, you know, Smucker's Punch and Series of Unfortunate Events. She plays a little girl in this movie because she was one at the time. Yeah. Um, She's the only like pure of heart ghost that's like helping out our friends a ghost without sin yeah and so it turns out so th- this gold is on the ship and this ghost man needs to collect souls to like make the boat go or something i don't know like that part was never really fully revealed like we didn't get like we didn't see his contract with the devil or something yeah like appa- he's like he's some kind of witch okay mm-hmm. he's immortal and a witch and he can leave the ghost ship because that's how he gets the people to go to the ghost ship so I guess he's not a ghost, but he's also immortal because he's looked like that young twink since, like, 1962. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we get this flashback scene of people getting murdered all the hell up on this boat. Um, and then the people who murder them get murdered by this one guy. And then the sexy singer lady walks up to the guy, and they make out. And it's like, they were working together. They were in cahoots. And then she kills the guy. And then... Um, our twink friend shows up and that's the big reveal because he's been with us the whole time and I never trusted him. I will let the record state. Yeah, Brennan was like from the get-go, I was like, I don't trust him. Like, this guy's asking leading questions. Yeah. Like, he's the one that brought them to the ship in the first place. Um, 
So Brennan knows his stuff is yeah. what I'm getting at. And he buries a hook in this lady's head and it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this whole scene is scored to the silliest like emo song you've ever Wasn't heard. It Charles Manson. Marilyn Manson? Or there you go, Marilyn Manson. Probably. Charles Manson did make music, but I don't think <laughs> it was that track. Well, I mean, he was met at the Beach Boys, right? Because they stole his music or something? Uh, no, he was friends with one of the Beach Boys. Oh, okay. And the Beatles' White Album is what inspired him to kill people. Which I understand, because that album's terrible. <laughs> um, I shouldn't have said I relate to Charles Manson, but I just really don't like the White Album. Anyway, um, this is going to be a reference that probably doesn't work at all. But I'm going to try it. Um, Ryan Hansen's character on Party Down, um, the blonde guy, He's his name is Kyle. I know who Ryan Hansen is. Okay, there's a show called Party Down, which nobody watches. This is getting into some weird uh, territory. No, he just has a band that's like surf rock emo, and I feel like his band provided the track that underscored that one scene. Okay. Everybody should watch Party Down. All right, right Ryan now. Hansen, if you're listening, Brennan's plugging your music, so good job. It's on Hulu. Anyway, so... That happens. Okay, all that goes to explain, there's a bunch of bullet holes around the inside of this swimming pool that she sees. And I was like, oh, someone in here was had to shoot up a bunch of ghosts or something in the mm-hmm. ship. I thought it was because it was clear that other crews of salvage people had been lured to the ship and also killed. Mm-hmm. So I was like, these are probably bullet holes left by one of those crew members trying to shoot at ghosts that were attacking them. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that that pool was where they, like, they just like had like a firing squad shooting all the victims on the boat. Mm-hmm. And so they were shooting them and filling the pool with their bodies. And I'm still like, so how did the bullet holes get in the pool? <laughs> they were just really indiscriminate with their shooting. Yeah, they were like freaking James Bond villain It was level. a machine gun. They had like tons of bullets. They didn't really care. They went to the Stormtrooper Sharpshooting Academy. So they just mm-hmm. shoot wildly everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. That was the longest tangent in the world. It really was. But the bullet holes start bleeding, and I thought that was cool. <laughs> Isn't that more for effects than it is for scariness? Look, it's it's spooky. Okay. The effect isn't hard. You pour red syrup through a hole. Like, I'm not impressed. Okay, you're right. Um, Would you say that the scene where Isaiah Washington's character is lured to his death by the siren... Um, like in the flashback scene where he like goes back in the past or whatever to the ship's heyday. Is that an effect or is that like a scare scene? Well, look, um, if the effects scared you, that counts towards scariness. Okay. Okay. Like, so if it didn't scare me at all, it's just an effect. No, cause that was not a scary scene. She okay. just kind of like took her top off and then he fell down a well or something. Yeah. It was like an elevator shoot. Yeah, you know, those elevators in those 1962 cruise ships that happened all the time. They had elevators know. in the Titanic. When were elevators invented? I don't know. Clearly, did they? Bef- yeah. Did they have th- I just remember they had that big grand staircase. They also had elevators. Where? Don't you remember the scene where, like, Rose is going up one and the water's, like, leaving the elevator? No. I will show this to you. Okay, oh, we'll have to watch Titanic again. Yeah. Let me clear three hours out of my schedule. You got nothing going on. Stop trying to front. Whatever. Let's move on. What's your campiness score for Ghost Jet? I gave it three. Out of five. Great. Why? Out of five perms. Uh, the movie, like I said earlier, doesn't really take itself that seriously. Yeah, um, this is definitely the silliest one we've watched. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just like going towards the end, like going from nothing to the end, uh, the ending shot with the ghosts around the ship swirling Ooh. like an Aurora Borealis was just beautiful. 
and also pretty funny. It was super silly. Yeah. You compared it to Pokemon, I believe, right? Did I? Probably. I don't Sounds know. Sounds like something I'd do. It was just like she was swimming um, away from this exploded ship that she, I guess she exploded the devil with dynamite or something. Uh-huh. And she's swimming and then all the ghosts Well, the are ship is still like her. a literal ship, like though the ghosts are tied to it via some kind of dark magic um the ship is still prone to being sunken but it's also a ghost ship because it sh- it only intermittently showed up on the radar that's a really interesting point but then uh, this is like plot holes because the guy like needed them to heal up his ship because otherwise it was just gonna sink right i guess Th- this movie makes no sense and i kind of didn't bother because like, that's why juliana margulies and um her two friends were the welders alive. were kept alive so long was because they were actually needed to like weld the ship so he could drive it back to I don't know Davy Jones's locker. <laughs> no, but because at the end he just like the, you see him and he's all alive and he just has the gold on land now and it's like oh no she's so scared that now he has the gold on land and it's like what is he gonna like go to a casino or something like what havoc is he going well, to no because he was putting the gold back on another ship was he yeah the ship that she just came off of. Okay. He was putting the gold back on. So, like, well, he was going to, like, make that a ghost ship? I guess so. What is his job? He's just... I don't understand this movie. Well, we didn't get that backstory. We need a sequel where it's, like, a prequel as to, like, who contracted him to get all these souls and who who's he delivering them to and why. He's, he's delivering them to management, <laughs> as he says. Yeah. Like, what is the currency? What is a soul worth in this world? One gold bar, I guess. Um, I, I made a joke that he worked for Baby Corp from The Boss Baby, the new hit film, The Boss Baby, um, which I'm sure our entire listenership has seen at this point. Um, my campaign score, I also gave it three out of five points. I loved the opening scene, and I'll talk a little bit more about it in the next section, but the opening credits are hilarious. Um, it's all, cause it, it's set in the sixties. So it's got this throwback, beautiful, lush, like orchestral score. And the title ghost ship appears in this curly Q pink font. Mm-hmm. And it, I just felt like I was about to watch a Marilyn Monroe movie and I was super excited yeah. and that really got me into it. Do you have something to say about that? About campiness or effects? I forgot. Where were we? I was talking about the aw- awesome retro opening. Okay, cool. So is that again, campiness or effects? Campiness? Again, I feel like it fits into both. The credits don't count as effects. Okay. Well, I mean, not all movies have credits. What? They had cue cards back in the Dizzy, didn't they? You, you mean like they didn't have moving credits? Yeah. I guess not. That's still credits. I don't okay. know. Wait, what are you talking about? I don't know. Like, <laughs> they, they, in, they inlaid them with a computer, so that's it's effects. An effect. It's an effect. The fact that they changed the font is an effect. So, quick question for the rest of the podcast that's all happened from september to now uh, did you include the credits in your effect scores for every movie should no, we like one. adjust your scores on a credits curve just this one okay it was clearly in effect what? i don't know i don't know man i'm just out of it what the hell are you talking about it was clearly in effect in this movie where the title ghost ship was pink and something so this is an effect no okay fine whatever it was okay. campiness it was campiness one more thing i want to mention is um they they know that there have been un- there's been another crew on this ship since it got abandoned in, in the 60s because they find a digital watch um because they're like those weren't around in the 60s 
But I just think it's funny because in these days, that would not be a sign of modernity. We'd be like, wow, they were really old. This has been untouched for so long. Oh, at least I would know that a digital watch is relatively new. No, I'm just saying it's pretty old at this point. Were like invented in the what? What year was an elevator invented, Brennan? Um, 1962. Okay, see? Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what point I'm even making anymore. This is terrible. Yes. I hope you edit this out. I'm not going to. People need the people need the truth. Okay. Do lifts count as elevators? Like lift drivers? No, like lifts. Like That's just the British word for elevator. Okay. Never mind then. <laughs> Why are we talking about this? Because in Titanic they were talking about using a lift. Oh, okay. Great. They have like a lift person that would operate the elevator. So okay. like is that different? No. Like That's are just elevators manual or do are lifts do lifts require someone to use them? No, just elevators in the olden days had to have a person okay. because they sucked. Okay. I guess they were around in the twenties. They were probably invented in the twenties. Okay. Can we not talk about elevators anymore? Did the Titanic sing in nineteen twelve? Did it? Or nineteen twenty two? I don't know. I could not care less okay. about Titanic elevators anymore. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh what's your effects score? Um three. Great. Why? Why was it three, you asked? What's your favorite effect? The opening scene and the flashback. Yeah. Which we've already kind of like described at length. I mean, we haven't described the coolest thing in the world. I'll let you do it because scene. that's the part that you loved. Okay, the, yeah. It was like the first two minutes and you were like, I love this movie. Yeah, I was and like, I am in. You were very much let down after that. But yeah. go ahead. Describe your love affair. Okay. So there's this. We get just to get to see um, Emily Browning looking super bored on this ship. Um, there's a whole bunch of people dancing on the deck of a ship and you see someone does something wrong and this like wire is spinning on something and it's Mm -hmm. tightening on this wheel or I I don't know, ship stuff, uh, Uh, starboard. (laughs) I don't know. Aft. Um, is that a word for a ship? It's a word for that you say on a ship sometimes. Okay. I think starboard means left. I know that's one of the things. What's, what'd you say? Aft or aft? What does that mean? Something. Okay. A ship ship word. I've okay. never been on a boat. I've Coast Guard. A boat. I feel like I've been on a whale watching boat, but I've never like been in charge of a boat. Okay. Maybe. Sure. Those are You're words. Just saying things now, so you're gonna say ah. I, was, I didn't mean to be on your case. Go ahead. See, I was saying words about boats, and now you're saying uh, people who use boats, and that's just a totally different thing. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, you should. Go ahead with continuing. So they're all on the t- this dance floor, and this cable tightens, and it breaks off of like the side of the railing and it just cuts across the entire dance floor at lightning speed mm-hmm. and everyone just kind of stands stock still and they look really shocked and scared mm-hmm. and then like you see flowers i believe flowers are the first to be cut yeah in half. there's flowers that have been cut in half that fall apart and then like someone's uh like brandy snifter or whatever like a, a champagne glass yeah um falls off the stem brandy champagne. yeah and then like a piece of someone's uh, like tail tails on their jacket fall away and then all the people just fall to pieces uh-huh. because the wires cut through them and it was so sharp and it's covered in blood it was so cool it's such a co- awesome scene yeah it was the scene with the most dead people in it because they were just all killed at once yeah and b- basically there were almost no effects in the rest of the movie that were interesting yeah yeah you're right I mean, the explosions, maybe, when Santos died and then when the actual ship went down. Yeah, there were explosions. Like, there were effects, but not interesting they were cheap, ones. yeah. Things and the freaking, there's a part where the pool starts filling with blood, and it's CGI blood. And it's like, you couldn't get enough water to fill a pool? 
Diet Red? It's so cheap. <laughs> oh, I was I was upset by that. Yeah. Ugh. To me, it just didn't make any sense that it didn't go anywhere. Um, like the weird interactions with the ghosts yeah, and the, the cabin people. Like they didn't know they were in any real danger until Katie had to tell them, like, listen, you clearly don't know that uh-huh. you're in danger. Like we thought that you would have figured it out once, you know, your ship exploded with no like probable cause. Uh-huh. But clearly I need to show you this. So yeah. like, she's the one that really like saved them or her, I guess, just Juliana. And again, I don't know where I was going with that. All right. But it's so hot, our brains are melting. But um, what was it going? What were we talking about before that? Effects. Effects. This is. I don't know. It's just it fall. It fell flat. It was all terrible. Okay. Well, what's your quality score? I gave it three. Three out of five unlucky stars. Three out of five. Yes. Great. Do you have any, any follow-ups? This normally I... we talk about things in more detail. <sighs> go. You go first. Okay. Um. Would you give it? I also gave it three out of five unlucky stars, but um. As we talk about it, I feel like I want to bump it down to two. Really? <laughs> because this was not a good movie. I just was so enamored by the opening scene, which was incredible. Mm-hmm. And then everything absolutely refused to live up to it for mm-hmm. 80 minutes. Mm-hmm. I liked the one thing I liked, and I keep mentioning this because it's really the only thing to reference in this movie. Okay. Is the kill scene or in the, like also the betrayal scene um, because you find out. Like the flashback scene about the boat. Yeah, the flashback scene where you find out why is it that they died and who betrayed who. And I just kind of liked how it was such an elaborate setup. It it was really fun. Because you have to be a really, I guess, competent killer to be able to pull that death scene off. Yeah, it was. to die because of this wire thing. You have to know, like, at what speed, at what angle this wire has to go at. Like, that's some some science right there. That's some forethought, yeah. That's some physics. And people were poisoned in the... Oh, yeah. That was much less exciting. Mm-hmm. They should have had the wire for everyone. Random people were just cut and like diced and shot everywhere. Little Katie was hung. Yeah, that was sad. It was sad. The, a, a ten-year-old girl gets hung with a noose in this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't see it, but like you see her corpse just hanging there for like twenty minutes. It was only. It was like a minute. Not even. It was a long time. It was a skeleton. No, it was in the background of the like an entire scene, just kind of chilling. It was just a skeleton. So. It was just a skeleton. It wasn't like her. Like, you didn't see her. Like, if it was a dead girl, like, with flesh still on it, like, it would have been more effective. But it was just a skeleton. Okay, it was, but it was still the corpse of a little girl hanging just in the closet. Okay, fine. I don't I don't understand why this doesn't upset you. Because, I mean, I think there's something to be said for the fact that a skeleton is less scary or less effective than if it were, like, flesh-on-the-body girl. Or if we had seen them, like, hang No, her. you're right. Like, if we'd seen Emily Browning's sad little face. Uh, that's what I'm doing. I'm comparing the body, like, flesh on the body to, you know, just a skeleton that's decomposed. Okay. With a locket around it that Juliana Margulies stole. Okay, I'm going to put a cork in this conversation. <laughs> okay. She did steal that locket, though. Yeah, she tried to give it back. I don't know why. Yeah, she tried to give it to the girl, and it fell through her hand, and she's like, guess I'm keeping these pictures of your parents forever. Mm-hmm. Bye, little dead girl. <laughs> um, Yeah. This is the part where we do the genre check-in where it's like, how do we feel about Dark Castle? Suffice to say that all that I just described is the reason why I gave it three. And why I've been so generous to the movies because I felt that those two scenes were very effective. They were. They were fun. I wish it was only about the past on the ship and not about these new people. Yeah, you kind of, you're left with wanting to know more about the, the background and the the story. Yeah, if it <laughs> was just like... Gabriel Mann? No, Desmond Harrington. 
Desmond Harrington. Who's Desmond Harrington? He was the guy who played the twink. Okay. As to why Desmond Harrington is doing what he's doing. Yes. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah. For me, for Dark Castle, um, have I learned anything more from Ghost Ship? I've learned that the director of 13 Ghosts makes... Because he directed this one also. Mm-hmm. He made so much money off of this company. Really number did. one. Number two, he makes competent but really confusing movies that I don't really like that much. But this one was definitely an improvement. Has I, he done I more think. movies since then? Let me look. I wouldn't say that this was an improvement on 13 Ghosts. Um, oh, The highs were higher. Okay. I feel. But you're right. I, I This is so hard to rank for me because are we I gonna start ranking them now or are we doing that in the that's, next that's episode? um that's the next episode which is on the last day of okay. this month um but it's gonna be tough because i just did not oh he only directed these two movies really who yeah. is he is he some rich kid his name is steve beck um but he's a he's a visual effects artist um he worked on indiana jones and last crusade on the abyss hunt for red october he worked for ilm like in the late 80s apparently and that's it. Cool. Great. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to catch you on Sunday the 30th for our closing episode for this month. And you'll get to hear all of my varied opinions collected about the films that we watched. I promise you that episode will be better than this one. This one's a little off. Yeah, we'll see. This was an off episode. Sorry, everyone. It's an off episode because of the heat and also because of the movie. Yeah, the movie was off. It was, it was, it was tainted. I should have given it less than three stars. Yeah. I'm sorry, people. No, I don't know. I was seduced by this movie. Like, uh, that Italian singer ghost. She seduced me into trying to give it a higher score, but I, I saw through her ruse and thus well, did just, not fall felt, down an elevator. You felt... How long was this movie? Like an hour and 27 minutes. Oh, it was like an hour 40. I was like, you fell into the the problem of... Um, uh, Stockholm Syndrome? No. Uh, it's not a problem. It's like that generic script advice that is in that book what um no there's this like belief it's in this book somewhere and i own this book um it's like if when you're writing a screenplay the first two minutes are the most important two minutes of a movie because by the Mm -hmm. end of those two minutes you'll decide like if you want to watch the rest of the movie or not and like you've decided to kind of like if you like it or not yeah that's right so like that kind of poisoned you because you really fell in love with those opening minutes you're right i got tricked i was bamboozled it fell flat after that i was like yeah but I was ready to try and like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Um, if you've seen Ghost Ship, number one, I'm sorry. Number two, tell us about it. You can contact us on Twitter at Scream101Pod. Find us on Facebook at Scream101Podcast. You can email us at Scream101Podcast at gmail.com. Someone email us. I've never, We've never gotten an email. <laughs> Why would we? Y- yeah, exactly. But, like, that'd be fun, right? It's also need to work on. Like, if it, we should prepare better scripts. If we should have scripts. Like, we perform, like, a skit about Ghost Ship? Yeah. Okay. I can do that. Whatever the audience wants, like, we'll deliver. We're yeah, pretty, let us know. We're pretty open to suggestions here at Scream 101. Very much. Um, yeah, and you can find us on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review us. Um, if you give us a review, I'm putting Dirty Grandpa back on the table. You can win a digital download code for Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> starring, here, I'll, I'll try to make it sound as good as possible. Um... A comedy starring Aubrey Plaza. Uh, Robert De Niro. No, don't mention him. Nobody likes him right now. Why? Because he's old. Why doesn't someone like him? Because he's old and not making good movies. Oh. 
I'm trying to appeal to the youths who want this download code. Zac Efron takes his shirt off a lot. Jason Manzukis is in it. Um, Adam Pally from everyone's favorite aborted sitcom, Happy Endings. Go review us. Okay. Oh, man. I'm so tired. I'm sorry. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm sorry about this episode. Um, we should re-record it. Nope. Start from the beginning. I'm not. A very good place to start. That's such a waste of time. Why? I don't want to think about Ghost Ship anymore. I want to purge it from my system. But, like, once we re-edit things. Okay, whatever. Just bye. Bye. Good luck on your journey. Stay gold. Bye. Hello there. I'm Uncle Ponyboy. Do you like suspense? Don't go in there! Buckets of blood and human excrement? Pour upon me! Gratuitous nudity with more boobies than you can handle? Let me see them. And radical hairstyles? Oh, yeah! Then you should check out the Gore Gab Podcast, hosted by yours truly and DJ Gill. Hello! You can find us on the iTunes Podcast Store and on Twitter at Gore Gab Podcast. And while you're at it, go ahead and go check out cupholderradio.com. It's podcast for the weird at heart.